The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs return to the practice field on Tuesday to begin preparation for Saturday's divisional round matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, running back Jarek McKinnon, and linebacker Nick Bolton. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Jarek McKinnon and Nick Bolton. Here's Andy Reid. Um, the guys that won't practice today, really, it's just McColl. Um, we're just going to back off him a little bit and see if we can't get, get it feeling better. He's been pushing it hard, and it's not responding the way that uh, that he wants it or, or you know we want it to. So... We'll back off on that. Um, so we look forward to the challenge of uh, everybody else will practice. We look forward to the challenge of playing Jacksonville. We, you know, we know they're a good football team. We, you know, they've they've only uh, lost uh, one game since since we played them. So I mean, it's uh, they're they're playing real good football, um, and, and uh, we know they're they're well coached, and so. Uh, we, you know we're we're gonna get ourselves ready uh, this week with with some good practices. The other two I probably should mention to you are Clyde and Jody will will practice um, today. So um, we're just we're gonna ease them back in, just see how see how they do. Uh, try to get them back in the swing of things. <clears throat> Anyways, with that time's yours. Andy, you mentioned. Things are different with Jacksonville. What stands out to you just from off the top of, of course, with the winning, but what stands out to you mostly that you've seen different from the last night? Yeah, their offense is uh, executing very well. Um, I, I think they're, they, they've got a pretty good grasp uh, of what uh, Doug's expecting from them. Uh, and I'd say the same thing with Mike Caldwell's defense, that they're uh, – They've got, they've got a lot of phenomenal players on that defense, and they're playing faster uh, than we saw them the, the last time. I, I think they're just more comfortable overall. With that. The speed comes with that. So, Andy, what is it about Doug and his personality that <clears throat> seems to guys seem to respond to him as players and sure. seem to enjoy playing for him? Yeah, yeah. So he uh, he played obviously, um, and and he knows uh, the kind of coaching he liked and didn't like. And so, within his own personality, he presents it in a friendly manner, but yet demanding. 
um, of the guys, and you know, I think that's a positive. I, he was that way. Um, I was with him when he was a player, and I've been with him as a coach, so um, he's got a good way about him. Coach, what stands out to you the most, the, the way he was able to lead that team, how they closed out that season, and, and their ability to come back? Yeah, uh, tremendous coaching job, phenomenal coaching job. I imagine he's up uh, for the coach of the year. I mean, by, by uh, his performance and how he's resurrected that, that program there. And that's not an easy thing to do, and, and he's done it as well or better than anybody. So. And with such a young team, particularly rookies, second-year players, um, is it more positive for you guys to have played them before this particular game in the postseason? Or are there just normal advantages of knowing that you've at least played this team before? Yeah, I mean, there's going to be some familiarity on both sides, I think. I, I, I think they'll feel probably the same way. Um, but... They're, uh, we're a little different, and they're a little different in some areas too. So, uh, so I think for the young guys, that was a good experience to play against them. Um, they, they know the, the speed of the players that they're going to play against. Uh, but they've put in a few more wrinkles in there, so you got to make sure that you get all that covered. But I, I, if I said, will it help you or hurt you, I'd say it probably helped. Uh, um, but again, you know, uh, I think those those kids have really progressed and done a nice job with that. Coach, what do you for Trevor Lawrence? Seeing what he was able to do for interception in the first half, bring the team back in the manner which you did. What's to say for that type of confidence that that team is going to have coming into Arrowhead? This oh season? yeah, they'll, listen, they'll be <clears throat> they'll be confident. They should be. So um, he, he did a you know he did a great job of that of not falling apart and making it happen. So it doesn't happen very often in this league. He did a nice job with that. Coach, when it, when it comes to Mitt McCullough, it sounds like it's been a very unique situation with maybe being able to play, maybe not. Do you guys still have optimism that he'll be back at some point during the postseason? Uh, yeah, he does and we do, yeah. Uh, you know, you just you want to try not to take steps back. or and um, it, It's not that we're taking steps back. It's just that it's not getting where it needs to be, where he can... He can go. So my feeling is that if we just back off on it and let him let it rest a little bit here, um, and do his rehab and that, that uh, he has a chance to get better. But we don't, you know, he doesn't want it. And we don't want it. We don't want to put him out in a bad situation. So um, where he can't, where he can't play. Andy, this, I think the one injury from the Rivers finale was Frank Clark. Does he appear to be turning in the right direction? Yeah, Frank is. Uh, he is. Um, been working very hard at that, um, but yes, he's he's progressing. Yeah. Coach, we're going to get Nick Bolton here shortly. It seems like after every game, you always make it a point to mention his tackles. But when you look at his entire regular season volume of work, how impressive has his production been this year? Yeah, I think he's done a done a great job. Um, he uh, of understanding and leading the defense. So he's got to make all the calls. He's the transmitter between the front and the back end. And so uh, he's done, I just think, a great job of communicating that and still being, with that load, still being the player and making the tackles that he's made. He, he's as sure a tackler as you have in this league right now. So. Andy, I'm sure there's a bunch of small differences, but when you look at Patrick this year, maybe compared to last year, what stands out as maybe 
I think he's done a great job of working with change. That, that was something that he didn't have to worry about for a few years there. <clears throat> so all of a sudden his coach leaves, position coach, new, new one comes in, he works with that. Um, all of a sudden his receiving core, for the most part, except for McCole, they leave, new group comes in. And he didn't flinch on it, he didn't complain, he didn't, you know, run up to Veach and go, what are we doing, you know, that type of, that's not what he, that's not what he did. He just said, I understand, let's go. And um, that's why my hat goes off to him for doing that and then playing at the level he's playing at and those guys are playing at. Um, tremendous. Coach, I know you're the enemy. You had a, a, a coach in the interview with you know, Abbas. Are you expecting any of your other coaches or, or him to have any more this week? Uh, I haven't heard anything, no. Yeah. What are some of the things you've seen from those rookie defensive backs that suggest that they're ready to take this next step in the challenge of the playoffs? Yeah. So I thought they, they progressively got better through the year. Um, in particular, kind of down the stretch there. They, they started getting their hands on balls. Um, not always interceptions, but they were in position to make the play. I thought their tackling improved the angles that they were taking. So that comes down to getting, I look at that and I go, all right, speed of the game. They're getting a better feel for that. Um, you know, that's, and this will be faster than the other ones. That's how it works in the playoffs. So. Uh, they'll have to take another step here. And a couple more guys. Andy, Travis Kelsey mentioned a week ago that you know you could get his father open. He kind of joked around and said that. But Jerry McKinnon, though, you've always been able to have the ability to get him open. He's on a consecutive touchdown streak. What is it about him, especially since last year he had kind of the same late season swing to end the season that has just you've seen in him that able to get him to get? Yeah, very, yeah, very smart, very good football player. Kind of the the awareness part. Um, all the intangible things. He, he has that. He can see the field, feel it. He was a quarterback. I think probably helped him because <clears throat> you gotta you have to be able to do that. And he was able to transfer that into uh, the run blocking. He had to know that as a quarterback. Okay, how are they blocking here? And how are they setting up a three technique so I can you know work off of it? And all those little things. He, he's very good at. And then as far as the getting open part, that, that's. All the coaches, you know, they everybody has a piece of that pie, and even some of the players that they they put in, they enjoy doing that. So um, that, that's a uh, that's everybody. Yeah. There you go. Go ahead, Pete. You guys are, are high on the, the team goals, but when, with McKinnon getting the, the player of the month, how did the team react to a really a part-time rotational guy being able to, to win an award almost with half the snaps? Yeah, listen, they love McKinnon, so he's he's that kind of guy. He's like everybody's big brother. Um, you know, and he's funny. He's got that high-pitched voice, and <laughs> I mean, he's funny as all get out. So, um, you know, every, everybody thinks the world of him or loved him. You know, any accolades he gets, they love. So. Last two, we'll go Harvey and then Nate. Coach, for clarification purposes, Edwards, Alaire, and Forson, they have been designated to return from injury. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Last one. And we saw a number of things also this past week when we were short yardage Yeah, sure. Well, execution is probably one. You know, you gotta, you gotta block them. You're saying on the offensive side, right? Mm -hmm. you know, so you, you gotta, the blocking becomes most important. 
Um, and then um, if it's a pass, the execution of the route running, uh, you're not never sure what the coverage is going to be exactly. So you got to be sharp on that. If it's a, if it's a run play um, during when your juices are flowing and you're going to be handed that ball and you just pump the brakes for a tick, let those guys take care of business and then hit it from there. Um, he has a good sense of the quarterback timing, uh, when to uh, be in there for protection reasons and when to get out. Um, and then whenever he's hot, he always has his eyes around and he's ready to catch the ball. And then he makes special plays with the, when he gets the catch. He seems like he can get in the end zone almost every single time. So uh, he just, he's a, a vet and a guy that knows what to do whenever he catches the football. The Jaguars really laid the wood to you guys with the one illegal hit on Juju, but then they hit, made some other big hits. Are they a physical defense that does that typically, or was that, was that out of character, or is that the way they would play it? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're a fast physical team. They, they fly around, they fly to the football. Um, i got to do better at not leading guys into hits like that. Um, so I'll try to protect my receivers the best I can, but uh, we're, we're going to still be aggressive. We're going to throw the ball down the field uh, when we get the opportunities to. Um, but uh, it's all going to start with up front, our guys blocking their defensive line, which is a, has a lot of great players there. So uh, I'm just going to do whatever I can to have success every play that I get the opportunity to. Yeah, I mean, I think the only difference is they might just have uh, a little bit more confidence just because they're winning football games right now. But they, they're a talented team. I knew that the first time we played them. Uh, you can see the talent that they had. Uh, they were flying around to the football. Uh, they made a few mistakes here and there, and that's why we kind of got the win the first time. But uh, we understand how good this football team is um, and how much of a challenge it's going to be for us to go out there and try to find a way to get a win. Um, and so we're trying to prepare ourselves the best way possible that, that we can find a way to win it uh, there on Saturday. How close were you with Lawrence having the four interceptions but being able to bounce back and have the kind of second half that he did as a young quarterback? Yeah, no, it's tough, man. Uh, the, the, when you throw three interceptions, especially in the first half, if it's if, or four, four interceptions, especially if it's in the first half, um, if, if it's your fault or not, uh, that kind of can see, seep into your mind of how, man, like what decisions am I going to make going forward? Do I protect it or do I stay aggressive? Uh, but he, he battled through, man. That, that's a true test of a competitor, man, that whenever stuff's not going your way, uh, to still pull your team to find a way to win. Um, and he's done it at every level, high school, college, and now in the NFL, he's, he's taken that team and they've turned it around fast. Um, so he's a great competitor, man, and we understand it'll be a great challenge. And they have a great football team that's playing – that's been playing playoff football for it's like over a month now. So they, they understand how, what it takes to win, and we have to go out there um, and do whatever we can to, to do what we can to win. This will be Trevor's second playoff game, obviously. As you think back to 18, when you had the Colts and the Patriots, what are the challenges for a quarterback when they're entering their, their first playoff run? Yeah, probably just controlling emotions. I mean, you win a, you win a big game. Uh, your first playoff game, uh, you can't be satisfied. I think that's that's the biggest thing. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, it's just football. You have to just come back and play the next week and uh, find a way to win that next one. Given where, given where you are in your career and obviously the experience you do have in the postseason, how much do you sort of carve out time to sort of plan or anticipate things that might be unscouted because it's a rematch, because you're going to see, obviously, maybe new things in the postseason? How much time did you sort of carve out for something where it may not be on film, but you're still trying to anticipate I think I've done a better job of that this year just in general just because I've played some, so many teams multiple times now. Um, you, have to, you have to know uh, where the defense coordinators ca came from. Uh, Caldwell came from Tampa Bay. Uh, where, the, where in the first game, game they played us, they played us one way. In the second game they played us, they played us a different way. 
Um, and they've kind of always had different game plans. And he's a great defense coordinator who does a lot of different stuff. So uh, you have to prepare for what they did against us the first time. Um, but also with that in the back of your mind that they might change it all the way up. And you have to have answers for that as well. And so uh, I think that's uh, what we have to do as a great offense is have answers for everything. And I'm sure they'll, they'll have a good game plan coming in. And we have to execute at a high level to have success. Patrick, you might be getting Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Jody Fortune back. Uh, the 21-day window is officially open. As you make the stretch run, what kind of wrinkle does that provide the offense when you, you could have these two players available if you go to the Super Bowl? Yeah, anytime you get talented players back, man, it, it, help, it helps uh, the whole team, not just the offense, but everybody. Um, to have that energy in the locker room again, uh, to have it on the, the football field, and both those guys are special type players where they can do different things uh, than the guys that we already have in there. So uh, just having as many people back healthy as possible is going to be great for us because so, we'll have different options to, to utilize as we uh, uh, continue to try to build and get better and better and, and win these playoff games. Patrick, what do you feel like you've missed with not having uh, McCall in the lineup? Yeah, I mean, he's just he's got a special type of speed, um, a, a special type of speed that uh, is, he does a great job with if it's jet sweeps or stretching the field vertically, and, and he's gotten better and better at, at, at making those tough catches. Uh, so it's um, we've done a great job of replacing that with other guys, but, I mean, having McColl is McColl. He's a special type of player, and uh, he's done a lot of great things for this offense. Patrick, you talked about controlling emotions for Trevor. It's been about a year since you've been able to play a playoff game at home. Will you have to control your emotions before this one? What do you think? Yeah, I always do when I play at Arrowhead. I, I always come out of that tunnel. I'm a little hyped up. Uh, so doing a, doing a good job of controlling my emotions, um, focusing on the, what I need to focus on to have success. Um, it, it's going to be a big game in a great environment, obviously, in Arrowhead. And uh, we're going to have to play our best football. So I've got to be that leader that controls my emotions and goes out there and can be uh, calm, but I still have the energy to lead the team. What are the conversations like with this new cast of characters that you have? They know that the standard here is to win the Super Bowl with these guys. Yeah, I think all the guys understood that whenever they signed with this team is that we, we want to win the Super Bowl. And if we don't, we feel like it's not where we, we should be at. Um, and so uh, I think we did, we've built all year. We try to get better and better. Uh, with the mindset of we wanted to win the Super Bowl, but we can't do it uh, every single day. We have to continue to just get better and better until we get to that point. And, uh, you can't look ahead, man. I mean, we have a great team that we're playing this week that's playing great football. Um, and so how can we get better at practice today uh, so that we're better by the end of the week? And uh, I think you have to have that mindset. Um, and I think the guys do, and I think we're in a good spot. Patrick, from a team aspect, what's that mindset transition like from regular season to playoff mode? I think you just have to have a different intensity. And, I mean, the speed picks up. Every play matters. Um, you, you, in the regular season, you feel like that, but you might try a little bit more because you, you know that you can make that mistake and maybe come back from it. Um, but in, in the, the playoffs, every, every single play matters, mistake or positive, and how can you execute at a high level? And if it, if it doesn't happen your way, you have to bounce back quickly. And uh, that's the, really the only huge difference, and I think our guys have a good understanding of that. Patrick, does your body feel any different having the bye week? Yeah, I mean, you definitely feel, I guess, a little bit more rested. I think it's, it's about uh, – how can you, how can you, how did you manage that bye week? How did you work out? Like, what did you do to keep your, your body ready? Because, like I said, they've been playing playoff football for a month now, and they've had a big comeback and have a lot of momentum on their side. So how can we match their intensity the moment we step on that field? Have you been watching the playoff games, how close they are? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing with the bye week. I think especially in today's NFL is you, you, get, the, you get a win because you don't get to play in that bye week. And if you look, I mean, from the – Everyone that was in the playoffs, it seemed like it went down to the wire. Even the San Fran game, I mean, at halftime, Seattle was up. So 
Um, you get you get, you get to rest your body, obviously, but you get a win uh, in a sense. And now you have to see what you can do to to get that intensity back up and be ready to go against teams that have played in a hard-fought game already. Lawrence uh, celebrated his first playoff win at Waffle House, which is pretty hardcore. Yeah. Uh, how did you celebrate your first playoff win? I can't remember exactly. I'm sure I was, I was saying to Brad, I'm sure there was a couple Coors Lights that were, were drinking. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I didn't get Waffle House, man. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a baller move, man. Uh, and so uh, maybe uh, if, we, if we win this one, I'll think of somewhere to go that, that can match that. <laughs> Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. For me, it's just, you know, staying ready, um, staying on top of my preparation. Um, and then, you know, whenever that moment comes, just being ready for it. And you know, like you said, last year was in the playoffs. Uh, this year's, you know, the last couple of weeks. So, you know, just staying ready, staying prepared. So when my number's called, I can, uh, you know, do do, do his best for me, be productive for the team and, um, you know, stuff like that. Rick, how did you learn that, that you were the AFC offense player of the month? <laughs> uh, I landed back. I landed back here and I had a whole bunch of text messages. Uh, guys texting me, coaches, te- former coaches texting me. So that's kind of how I found out. But uh, I mean, you know, just a, it's just a blessing, man. And then you know, just to have you know recognition like that. If you put in so much work, uh, it's definitely a blessing. You dealt some injuries in your career and fought back to get to where you are now. Scored nine touchdowns in one month as a result of all that work. How's that feel? Uh, it's great. But you know, like I said before, man, I couldn't do it without any of my teammates, coaches, uh, you know, supporting staff and stuff like that. So. Um, it's a collective effort, uh, but you know, like I said, it's a blessing to uh, definitely have that recognition. You know, Jared, Patrick was talking about how you always find a way. You're watching the play to get open. He can give you one of those little shovel passes or whatever. So, what have you been able to develop with him that allows those plays when mm-hmm. he's running, he's looking, and you're trying to get separation and give him a target? Uh, I probably just just uh, uh, I guess chemistry, uh, sense of being on the same page. Uh, you know. Pat is you know, the best in the league when it comes to, you know, scrimming outside the pocket and making, you know, magical stuff happen. Uh, last year, you know, I see him and Kelsey do a lot of it. So this year, uh, you know, when the opportunity presented itself, I just tried to, you know, find a way to get open. And, um, you know, if he found me, he found me. And, um, you know, along the way, he was able to find me one time and then just kind of multiplied after that. You know, the coach said you're funny. 
and that you kind of talk in a high voice or whatever. Yeah. I mean, tell me a little bit about how funny are you? Do you tell jokes? Uh, What's up with that? I don't know, man. A lot of people have been coming up to me telling me I'm funny. I don't, I mean, I'm not a joke teller. Uh, I do have a higher pitched voice. Coach gets on me all, every day about that. Uh, Does he ever imitate you? Like he oh, all the time. All the time. He did today, too, in office of meeting. Uh, but it's good, though. You know, like he said, man, uh, he's big on letting everybody show their personality. So, you know, it's, it's a loose environment, but, you know, we still come to work. So, you know, he makes it fun and enjoyable. Derek, the, the, type, the type of end of season you're having is really rare for any back, but let alone a 30-year-old running back. Not that 30 is old, but for a back, I mean, uh -huh. it, it, it is. What kind of wherewithal does it take to – Say that last part again. Just, what, what kind of wherewithal and drive yeah. does it take when you do get those opportunities finally to be able to push through? Um, you know, like he said about the injuries, man. Just, um, you know, as I look back, you know, I can only thank, you know, the older guys that I had in front of me that showed me, you know, what it, what it, what it is, what it looks like, what it means to be a pro. Uh, you know, Matt Asiata, uh, Adrian Peterson, you know, those guys. Uh, so coming in, you know, being a young guy, you know, Leeching on them and their habits, uh, you know, taking care of my body and stuff like that has um, given me a chance to get to this point, you know, overcoming, overcoming those injuries and, um, you know, being able to be available for the team when called upon. Coach Reed complimented you on the way to take care of your body. What special things maybe could you share that, that you do to do? Uh, I mean, it's a whole list. Uh, <laughs> uh, first of all, I mean, you know, just we have an incredible training staff. You know, I'm in there almost every day, uh, you know, with Julie, Rick. Uh, glove, you know, those guys. Uh, and, you know, acupuncture is big, dry needling, cupping, uh, pretty much anything that they can offer, I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing to stay alive and stay healthy. So um, it's good, man. It's a shout out, credit to the staff, the training staff, and, you know, the, the hard work that they put in. Not to be naive, but acupuncture? We have needles. How, how often do you do that? Um, acupuncture, probably do it twice a week. Dry needling is a little bit different. Almost the same. I probably do it like twice a week, so four times a week. Does that help? I mean, really? Yeah, um, I think it helps. You know, everybody has their own little routine or regimen that works for them, and I found out early that that kind of worked for me, and it kind of stuck with me. And um, you know, I've been using it ever since. How excited yeah. you to get Clyde Edwards back on the practice field? Oh, very excited! Everybody's excited. Uh, just him as a person, his personality, just having back out there, uh, what he brings to the game. And, um, you know, I don't really know much about the situation, but, uh, you know, it's playoff time. So, you know, getting everybody back, getting all the weapons back, so it's definitely going to be amazing. Jerry, last Jackson couple. Last couple. Jerry, Jacksonville, you, you haven't talked much about them, but the defense, they've been playing a lot better recently. What mm -hmm. have you seen it, when you watch films yeah. again in their last couple games? What do you maybe mm -hmm. see differently maybe than mm -hmm. you saw from previous games? Uh, well, the first time we played them, it was a real tough game. Uh, that was a physical game. They got after us really well. Um, uh, special special teams, uh, and then, you know, defense. It was a physical game. You go back and watch the tape. It was a physical game, all four quarters. Up until the end, we kind of pulled away. And, um, you know, the thing now is, you know, you see them, they're putting it together. They're coming away with those, you know, the close wins. They're pulling them out and, uh, you know, finding a way to win. And um, that's a good team. They got a lot of uh, momentum coming into the playoffs for sure. And then, uh, you know, what they were able to do against the Chargers was definitely impressive, you know, coming back from that deficit and um, fighting and staying in there. Seems like you guys in the running back room like to joke around. Clyde, I know, is a big part of that. What is it about your personalities you think that seems to mesh so well and have that good time together? Man, uh, i tell you this. Uh, the scouting department has done a great job at putting these characters together for sure. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, the, not just the running back group, but the whole team, man, everybody has 
amazing personality, but they're funny as well. So, you know, it makes it easier to come to work, man, and do your job and, you know, go out there and grind for one another. It makes it that much easier. What is it easier to be named a captain? Uh, that's probably my uh, my favorite accolade of late, uh, just because it's uh, it's voted by you know my teammates. Uh, so it, it just lets me know what my teammates think of me. Uh, you know my characteristics, what I bring to the team, um, and that you know everybody somewhat looks up to me to vote me team captain. So you know I I, I definitely appreciate that one, but that's probably the one that. I love and sticks out the most to me. Are there specific things you think led your teammates to vote for you? Uh, if I had to put one thing on it, it'd probably just be uh, the way I play. Um, yeah, the way I play. Um, no matter what the moment the moment is, you know, I'm always finding a way to encourage somebody um, and just trying to bring that best out of them. So I would probably say that. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate thanks, it. Thank you. Hi, Nick. Hello, how you doing? Good. Um, can you just even talk about the emotion right now of knowing everything is about to take a giant step, intensity, speed, everything in the playoffs? Yeah, man, I feel like our team, we feel that uh, just intensity, the focus level in order to compete and, uh, and win football games in the playoffs, man. Uh, we saw the games last week, I mean, up and down, just kind of uh, keep your emotions in check and just play all 60 minutes. Uh, come out there and play aggressive, play smart football and play sound. So uh, we feel that. Um, um, we're excited for it as well. Uh, the most feeling I feel personally is uh, ex excitement. I'm ready to play. Uh, I took a week off. Uh, I feel like forever, man, so I'm ready to get back out there. Did you watch the playoff games? Yes, ma'am. wild card games? Yes, ma'am. And were you kind of taking note of how close they were and just, you know, even, I mean, Jaguars, you know, coming back from 27 nothing. I mean, did it kind of reemphasize you can't take, look, past anyone and every play matters? Yeah, our coaches kind of uh, uh, talked about it a little bit uh, in a couple of days we were in last week. And um, we understand, like, last year, uh, most games were, were one possession games, including Super Bowl. So I uh, kind of the mindset of the playoffs, and uh, everybody's competing, man. Everybody got great quarterbacks, great school players, and uh, playing great defense. So it comes down to those little things and situation of football. This whole year kind of been about you taking the role that hit you at with the green dot. From week one of the 18 now into the postseason, where do you think the communication is at on, on all three levels? Oh, uh, man, it's on a, on a whole new level. Uh, just some communication with just my teammates, uh, Coach Spags, and um, just kind of relaying what I see and relay what everybody else sees on the defense and just kind of relay that to him. Uh, try to put us in a better position uh, as the game continues to go on and uh, make adjustments at halftime and mid-quarters and uh, actually uh, kind of in, in between series, too. So uh, the confidence is on a different level. Uh, I feel like Coach Spags has put a lot of trust in me. I to go out there and do my job along with my teammates, and um, it shows every game. What does that mean to you, just being in the top five, being in the top two of tackles? I've got a first-round bye. I'm ready to play. Nick, the defense has shown great improvements, especially in the last couple games. What has got into it as you're playing your best, as you need to play your best now? Yeah, man, we just kind of grow uh, grow every single day, and just trying to fix little things here and there as much as we can. And um, Again, in playoffs, there's a lot, lot, lot of things uh, you, you can uh, work on, and uh, it might not be perfect, but uh, execution uh, kind of is a premium, and also just playing with effort um, and just getting 11 hats to the football, especially on our side of the ball, um, is important. Um, and uh, you saw turnovers, how big they were um, in games last week, and um, that comes just getting people to the football. And so as long as we can do that, um, play sound football and um, minimize penalties, we'll be okay. Nick, can you talk about the difference in Trevor Lawrence? You talked about mm -hmm. turnovers to have four interceptions in the first half in mm -hmm. a playoff game to lead a comeback win. What is different about him now facing him than earlier? Yeah, and uh, man's playing with a lot of confidence. Uh, the coaching staff's been in better positions, I feel like, to get the ball out quick. Uh, O-line's playing a lot better. Um, pass catchers, Evan Ingram's been having a hell of a, uh, uh, was it, last eight games, I believe. And so he's been having a back, back half eight games, been great. And um, again, they're just doing a great job of um, minimizing turnovers and um, just maximizing opportunities to go out there and uh, put points on the board. And I kind of feel like that's helped him a lot the last couple games. You 
you mentioned the running back there. What was the key? Because last last uh, time you faced him, he came into that game on a hot streak. Mm -hmm. What was the key in slowing him down in that game that you need to carry over to this game? Oh yeah, man, just relying on our front, uh, let, let our, our front four guys uh, do the, uh, do the work for us, and um, just got to tackle out in space. And uh, we don't know he's an explosive running back. Uh, I think he was top five in the league in explosive runs, especially outside the tackle. So uh, we've got to minimize those opportunities he has uh, to break tackles on the outside and just tackle well in space. And um, we did that well last week, and it's going to take all eleven for us to do that again this week. Well, thank you.